Hi guys, welcome to the brand new podcast, Divorce, What I Wish My Parents Knew. My name is Grace Casper and I will be your host on this journey. I am currently 23 years old, I'm a child of divorce, and I'm writing a book on divorce from the kid's perspective. Did you know that there are plenty of resources out there on divorce, but practically all of them are written by psychiatrists, doctors, other adults that have been through divorce, but I haven't seen very many written by the actual kids. This is really unfortunate because there are a lot of divorces that happen, which include the kids. I want to share this letter with you that I will be reading at the beginning of every episode to remind you that you are not alone. Dear parents, divorce was not in your life plan. No one anticipates getting a divorce. It completely turns your world upside down and forces you to create new rhythms without your life partner. You might have regret or anger or feel a sense of freedom. Either way, there is hope. If you're listening to this podcast, this probably means that you have kids. And if anything good came from your marriage, it was your kids. So as you listen to what these children of divorce have to say, I challenge you to listen before becoming defensive, to be humble and open-minded, to take notes and even share or digest these suggestions with your friends. You are not alone in this journey. Unfortunately, the divorce rate is rising and more and more families are choosing this path, but it's up to you on how you want to create your new family. You could choose to create a healthy one that actively seeks out wholeness and healing, or you could stand still and create a dysfunctional one that stays mad at how things have turned out and never seeking healing. But something tells me that you're seeking the first option. Are you ready to be taught by a child of divorce? Let's do this. Hi guys, welcome back to Divorce, What I Wish My Parents Knew. I'm your host, Grace Casper, and today I have a very special treat for y'all. I'm joined with not one, but two special guests who are related. I have a brother and sister duo, Grant and Haley Hawkins. So tell me, you guys, where you're at right now, starting with Grant. So I am, I live in Auburn, Alabama. I graduated last May with an engineering degree. Um, I do not wish to be an engineer, so I'm currently applying for law school, um, hoping to start next fall. I live here with my wife, Alicia, who is a speech language pathologist, and we are just enjoying life here in Auburn right now. Awesome. Haley? Yes, so I'm Haley. I'm the younger sister, just to give everyone that kind of dynamic. Um, I also graduated from Auburn on the same day as Grant. So <laughs> we both graduated even though we're two years apart um, in age. We graduated on the same day. I moved to Birmingham, Alabama. I still live here um, almost a year and a half later, which is crazy. I am working at a nonprofit. Um, I'm a volunteer coordinator for a nonprofit called The Well House, um, which is a safe home for survivors of trafficking. And I am also, unironically, in grad school to become a marriage and family therapist. Queen. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize (laughs) that. That is so cool. Okay. Well, um, you guys, there's really no gentle way to jump into this subject. So give me your divorce stats. Sure. So our parents divorced when we were... I think four and six years old. It was right after we moved from Atlanta, where we were both born, 
to Dallas. Um, and they, at the time, you know, of course, being real little, like, don't, you know, I have, I have memories of that time, but all the details get a little fuzzy, but pretty soon after that, um, both remarried mom remarried about two years later and dad about two and a half years later. Um, and you know, we got to sort we met some girlfriends of dad's and, you know, boyfriends of mom's in that time frame. But again, it's, it's been a while and some details are fuzzy there, but, um, yeah, both parents married, remarried, um, and it gets more complicated. So I'll give that to Haley. <laughs> yes. So four and six, our parents divorced. They both remarried. Our mom and stepdad are still together 15 years strong. Um, yep. And our stepdad didn't have any kids. Um, so we are his only children. So I think that's important to note just from like a family dynamics perspective. And then our stepmom, um, who is no longer our stepmom, she had two she had twin boys um, that were a year younger than me, like around that. Um, so we went from two kids to four, right? Two parents to four, <laughs> blended families. And I think it's also important to note just from like a divorce stats, like we were split custody, 50-50, um, week on, week off. Um, so we would be moving mom and John, our mom and stepdad, to just the two of us, over to dad and Heather, our dad and stepmom where there were four of us. Um, that divorce took place, they separated first and then like the official divorce proceedings took a while, but I kind of like landmark it as like when we moved out, we were like 15 and 17, like high school. I was a sophomore, Grant was a junior because even though we're two years in age, we're only one grade apart. Um, and they separated and then on with the divorce process. Mm. So now oh, and one, um, o- one other note there, sorry to talk over you, Grace. No, um, dad and our stepmom at the time of their separation, our stepmom was pregnant with a half brother. So True. we have a half brother as well who, with whom we don't have a relationship because of course, separation, divorce, right as the time he was being born, that was six years ago now. So mm-hmm. there is that, that wrinkle as well. Okay. So, uh, what does the relationship look like now post that second divorce? Do you still see stepmom, ex-stepmom? No. So that was different for Grant and I a little bit, just because where I went to high school, the twins also went. Um, so as we were walking through the divorce, like even after we separated, like I saw them and her and eventually baby, like pretty often, um, for probably, like about two years um, because they were a grade below me. Um, So that was interesting. But now like that we're both in our adult lives, like by the time really we got to college, we haven't had a relationship with the twins, with our step, with our now ex stepmom. And because like she has full custody of baby, we also don't really, who's not a baby anymore. He's six, but (laughs) we don't have a relationship with him really either. Mm -hmm. Wow. What is your dad doing now? Is he with someone? Does he want to be with someone? He dated. Mm. You wanted or me? Sure, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like this will happen more than once. Um, he's he's dated on and off since they've been divorced. Um, one 
woman in particular he was with for quite a long time and um they they broke up and that was tough for him um i believe they're still in touch uh and and that relationship is is in a bit of a limbo situation mm. um, nowadays but, but yeah he, he has dated since which has been uncomfortable at times it's weird to be an adult and watch your grown dad date and try to figure out because you know you, you you can't tell the man what to do he's a grown man but at the same time it's like you kind of wish and, and sort of expect to be included in in the conversation mm-hmm. of like hey what do you think about this person and all that kind of thing yeah. and so it's been it's been odd to navigate that for sure yeah I think especially just like a little like tack on the end of that I think especially since it happened like as we were coming into dating age it's like Absolutely. we were both learning how to date at the same time and like Great yes. and I's dating histories looked very different, but like I've I've really been like dating since I was like 15, 16, mm-hmm. and have had like a couple serious relationships and in one now. And like it's just really interesting to navigate like how do I like date alongside my dad? Like there was a time where my dad and I were both on like a dating app and we were like, wait, this is weird. <laughs> like yeah. how do you like oh talk my goodness. about this? So Okay, so I want to stay on this subject for a little bit, and then we'll kind of back up. But I, I want to talk about parents dating, because I've had a lot of episodes so far, and no one's really talked about the dating part. And I think this is huge, because a lot of kids experience this, where, um, yeah, like I felt that with my mom, where she was dating, and I started dating. And I was talking about my dating life, and she was like, oh, yeah, I feel that with this person and I was like wait no this is not hold on this isn't right like (laughs) we should not be bonding about this right now like you're my mom and we're talking like girlfriends you know that are going out to lunch Mm. and talking about our dating lives like it just felt so weird so I want to hear from y'all like what has that looked like watching parents date slash you know the podcast title is what I wish my parents knew so what do you wish Mm. parents new now that are maybe starting to date and we're not saying it's wrong for parents to date like I understand you need to find a new person that makes sense but Mm -hmm. how can they do it better what are things that you excuse me have seen that maybe did not help like the dating app thing (laughs) yeah go first not the best I think it's important because it happened at two very different life stages like I know Grant said it was super early on like our like biological parents divorce but I do have like very like faint memories of that. And like, I think it's so, so important, especially when a child is too young to really understand like what divorce really means. And then like, there's a strange man in my home. Like, and I'm not saying like my mom was like bring a man around or my dad, women, but like boundaries, 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 boundaries. I cannot say it enough. Like it's yes, of course, like you want to be around this person. Of course, we all know, like when you start a relationship, it's really exciting and fun and you want to spend time with them. But like your kid, especially when they're young and still at home, has to come first, period. And like their comfort has to come first because that's just going to set them up to like, just leave them really confused and in the dark. And I fear you might not be able to see that because you're like, you know, rose colored glasses, finally a new beginning which again you're allowed to feel all of that but keep it keep it from your child in a way not like lying but in a protective manner of hey I'm not going to bring this person around until I know they're going to be around and I'm not going to bring them around in like you know settings that might not be comfortable like 
they might not want them to come to their soccer game because that's not their dad. Like, Mm. or they might not want them at family movie night because that's not their mom. So like leaving it kind of up to the kids because kids are much more intelligent than we ever give them credit for and have many, like much more sense and feeling than we give them credit for. And especially if we give them that opportunity to speak into it, they will. So if you ask them like, hey, you know, I've been spending time with this person. Um, you know, like I really like them, right? Appropriate language. And then, hey, like, how would you feel if they came to your soccer game this weekend? And if they're like, yeah, I love sure. that. Woohoo. Awesome. But if they express the discomfort, I would follow their lead on that because that will tell them, hey, I can trust my parent to take care of me as they navigate building new relationships. And that will ultimately like create safety as that relationship, hopefully for your sake, right? Continues. Dang. We definitely got a future counselor on our hands. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) There's an interesting difference here too. I don't, you know, I'm sure the listeners to this podcast sort of of span the the age range, you know, of, of, you know, having younger kids, having older kids and being through two divorces at two very different times in our lives. You know, we've kind of experienced the parents dating thing at two different, two very different ages too. Right. And so, you know, as kids, little kids, you know, I remember, you know, meeting girlfriends of dads or meeting boyfriends of moms. And, and as a kid, you know, sometimes it's, it is harder to express, you know, feelings of discomfort or, or, or something about that. And then it is as a grown up or as closer to being a grown up. And, you know, I feel like sometimes it's kind of sticky t- sometimes too, because you know, I imagine from a parent's point of view, it's like when you're a little kid, you're kind of, you know, a little kid doesn't doesn't really have any say in any matter like that, really, because it's like, hey, you're, you're kind of just maybe bringing this other person around and, and kind of trial running, you know, does this does this seem to work out and make sense? And, and, and the two adults in the room are sort of going to be the ones who make the final decision about like, yeah, we can move forward with this or, or maybe no, we cannot. Yeah, I think it would be more beneficial to do the best you can to, to get on a kid's level and include them to the degree that they can be included in, in that decision-making process and give them some agency in that process. Mm-hmm. Not because it's maybe going to make the final decision for you at the end of the day, because you're the adult and have to do that. But because as Haley said, you know, it at least lets them feel, feel like they have some agency because that's something that I, I did sort of appreciate on the, the second time around, right. Is like being more grown up, um, and having the relationship that Haley and I both do with our dad, it's, it's very close, it's very mature, it's very, you know, kind of on the same level in terms of like, we kind of bounce big, big life things off of one another. And we, we consider mm-hmm. each other to be very wise counselors to one another. And so it was a different sort of way to be able to say, hey, dad, like, this is weird. Like, I don't want to meet your girlfriend's daughters because I, I may never see them. Like they, this may never pan out, right? Like that's awkward. Like, I don't want that there, you know, the, that's strange, you know? And so like, there was, there was ability, yes. there was an ability to say stuff like that as an older kid that I didn't quite would have, wouldn't have been able to articulate as a younger kid, but that yeah. would have, but, but that would be good to be discussed on a younger kid's level anyway. Grant, that is good, man. Yeah. I love that. There, <laughs> there was one time, where my dad was like dating this girl for a while and we got close with the kids and I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this but it's just weird because you like 
especially when you get close to the kids you're like okay these are my friends kind of and like they might Mm -hmm. be my siblings one day who knows but then they broke Mm -hmm. up and my dad told me he's like you have to unfollow them on Instagram and I was like (laughs) what and he was like well yeah we broke up and I was like that sucks that now I almost have to like break up with them as friends like I can't be friends with them anymore Mm -hmm. um so it was just strange but anyways it's it's just weird it's really weird but I want to hear more uh Grant and Haley both talked about the younger kind of side of things of how to approach kids like with the soccer game and with like kids not being able to really fully understand what's happening and so the adult Mm -hmm. needs to make those clear decisions but as the second round kind of what Grant Mm -hmm. was hinting at Haley maybe you want to talk more on this of like what now does it look like watching your father date and I love what you said Grant about now you're able to kind of speak up more and be like hey we actually don't want to (laughs) do this um just give some light and advice to parents that are wondering like okay I have teenagers right now and I'm trying to date how much should Mm -hmm. I bring them into this process yeah definitely um I think the first thing that comes to mind as far as like because right if your kids are teenagers you're likely dating alongside them like there's really no better way to put it and I think the thing that sticks out most to me and I'm not at all trying to like say anything about my dad but it's like lead by example because like I think it's hard to be like watching your dad date but then them have like rules about how you need to date or like have thoughts on your dating or your relationships and you're like hold on hold on hold on like I know you're my parent and I get that but also like we're doing the same thing and it's also like your actions are speaking different (laughs) right and I think it can kind of like erode some like trust and respect in the sense of just like hey like we're not in a typical situation so I don't think we get to treat this typically like and that's okay like learn to adjust to your actual context don't try and like force you know the square peg in the round hole of like I'm still your dad but or your mom, either one, but, like, I'm also dating, but also I'm still your dad, and, like, I think there's just that back and forth, it turns into a bit of, like, a power, an emotional, like, power struggle, in a way, because it can just be really hard to understand, like, you know, you're 16, your hormones are all over the place, you're trying to figure out how to date, um, and, like, say your parent doesn't like your boyfriend, and you're like, well, frankly, I don't like your girlfriend, (laughs) it's like, those aren't normal conversations to have at all, but that's where you're at and you need to adjust to the fact that that's where you're at and give both individuals, parent and child respect to like voice mm-hmm. their opinions because in like giving both people airtime, that's where the parent will, I think, ultimately be able to come back around and be like, hey, I know this isn't normal. I know it's not supposed to be this way, but at the end of the day, like I am still your parent and how can I you know, move, like navigate this phase of our life in a way that helps you to trust that I also have your best interest at heart. And I can also see the direction you're going and I can speak into it. Um, Because I just think that's a really hard balance to find when you're doing the same thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love how honest you speak, Haley. And it's not like, well, just do this. It's like, honestly, (laughs) there's a lot of gray area. There's not really a right answer in this. Grant, do you Grant. have anything else you'd like to speak on? Yeah, no, not 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 quite as much as Haley, I don't think, because you know, our as she alluded to earlier, 
our dating histories have looked very different. I, I tried to date one girl in high school and I really only ever officially dated one girl and it's the girl I married. So like my trajectory has, and Haley's, you know, dated more than one and a half. So, you know, <laughs> so, so, the, so the trajectory looks a little different um, between the two of us. And so the, the, the overlap between some of dad's dating and Haley's dating has been longer than it was mm -hmm, for me sure, because sure. I also, you know, went off to college a year before Haley did. And so they had a year at home together to experience some of that. And mm -hmm. by the time I started dating Alicia, you know, it was, it was sort of the tone was different, right? I wasn't, you know, we were dating and then eventually, of course, we got engaged and everything. And so like, I kind of progressed all the way to being married during that time frame that Haley has just been dating, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so the, the, the overlap looks different between the two of us. And so Haley, Haley's definitely got, got, you know, got a bunch of wisdom there. And I, I have less because we, because we just looked very different, so. Well, Grant, I was sure. wondering, like, when I accidentally spoke at the same time as Grace, as if I sure. were a podcast host, but I am not. I just <laughs> have a question, and honestly, this might be selfish, but sort of interpersonally, just for our own family dynamic, like, what was it like to, like, get married as dad was dating? Because, like, I apologize if this, like, betrays anything, but, like, dad brought the, at the time, his long-term girlfriend to Grant's wedding. And it's, like, oh she's, gosh, like, in we, our family yes. photo. And it's, like. We need like, to talk about this. <laughs> okay, yeah. So by that time, you know, by the time of our wedding, she had been in, in the picture for quite some time. And, and, you know, we, we wanted her to be there just like we wanted, you know, the lad you were dating at the time to be there and all these things. And right. so it was like, at, at that point, it wasn't, it wasn't much deeper to me, I don't think, than, hey, you know, immediate family, you know, bring a plus one, like, you know, you want to have your good time. The fact that, they are now no longer together and yes you're right you know she is in photos and all this stuff it's kind of it's something that you'll look back at and be like oh yeah you know remember her and remember that time and remember dad dating and all this kind of thing but it is odd and and maybe we'll get into the we'll get into how divorce how being a child of two divorces has altered my approach to my own marriage a little bit later but it's weird to be, you know, like married before your dad is, quote unquote, right? It's like, he's, I'm married and my own dad isn't, right? And like, that's kind of, sometimes it just like a strange vibe, you know, because now I'm the married one who's going to be mm -hmm. like, maybe watching my dad date. It's like, it's kind of like this weird backwards kind of thing, you know? So it is backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I was asking, like, because like hope as I hopefully progress into that life stage of like mm -hmm. getting married right like I just kind of and Grant and I as I'm sure you can tell right approach things very differently like store and receive like emotional input very differently and so that's why genuinely it was just like a curiosity because mm -hmm. I know like I can speak for myself I would have had a much stronger emotional reaction to that situation than he did and like there's so much there that we will never ever have the time to canvas but um I, I think it is an important distinction that like yeah. hey because of our age our stage our gender all these things like every nuanced instance within our divorce 
like process is kind of different. Like, yeah, it really is. And I think, I think it's important to note here too, and you can step in and correct me if I say something that you don't think is accurate, but based on my observation anyway, you know, like, you know, you, you and dad have always had a particularly special relationship, right? You are his only daughter and you always have been, right? He had two stepsons. He has a half, well, it's not a half son. That doesn't work that <laughs> way. Sorry. Um, he has a son that he, that, you know, doesn't really have a, a relationship with, but you've always been dad's only girl, right? And mm -hmm. so it's, it's just going to be different for you too than it is for me to see, you know, dad bring another woman into the picture, and especially another woman who may have daughters as this particular one does, right? And so it's like, that's all just a really strange, like I can only imagine that that is an exceptionally mm -hmm. emotionally difficult thing as a, as a woman and as an only daughter as well. Yeah, and I think this is like a good, and again, Grace, if I'm overstepping, please like cut me. No, I love, <laughs> but, I'm, just, like, I'm just here for facilitating, y'all keep going. <laughs> but like, I think that's a good, like what Grant just said is a good way to kind of lead into this idea of, right, like being parentified as a child and in divorce okay. and yes and amen let's talk about that real quick before you dive into that I just want to reemphasize what these two said talking to the parents here your kids are not the same mm -hmm. and every divorce story is not the same so just because mm -hmm. we're talking about one thing that worked for Haley on this episode she is sharing her insight but use that to recognize okay let me talk to my kids about these things mm -hmm. and not just make rash decisions so let me talk to my kids and say hey you know, I am seriously dating this person. I would love to bring them to your wedding because I I love them so much. But if you have rules, like maybe they're not supposed to be in family photos, I'm going to respect that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, talking through it with them um, because each child is different. And so I think I just want to reemphasize that, that no divorce story is the same. No child is the same. Um, That's huge. But anyways, keep going, Haley, about the parentification of children. Let's do this. <laughs> yes, because I just I think that's a great jumping off point. And this is going to get like a little bit Aaron, like my dirty laundry. But like, I think it's important, like to hear from someone who like is comfortable sharing it, because it's been a long time. And I've done a lot of the work, which I'm thankful to have had the opportunity and the grace to do. But um, so like, right, the first divorce, we were four and six, not to get like too like clinical and like bookish, but like it is typical for if there's multiple children, one to kind of emerge as like the caretaker. Um, it is, there's kind of two like stereotypes. It's either the firstborn or the first girl. Well, there's only two of us and I'm the girl. <laughs> hmm. So, and we're very close in age. So like I very quickly kind of emerged as that like, hey, I've got to take care of everyone in my circle, mom, dad, grant, and anyone in between, like I've got to keep it together. Um, and I think it's important to keep that in mind because looking at what is it like for Haley to experience dad dating? Um, and this is going to sound crazy, but in many ways, especially since dad has been divorced twice and he and I are very close and we had that year alone, I think emotionally, right? Like I'm sort of dad's wife and that is not meant to sound anything beyond like, Hey, there's just a incredibly deep, emotional bond that is unnatural um yeah and it's i mean want to be abundantly clear right nothing inappropriate happened like nothing right, like right, that right, 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 right. but i think it's just it's something that has developed 
over time because I am the only girl. I am kind of that caretaker role. Um, and right. He and I had did have like that unique, like year alone where he was dating. And I felt all of that, like kind of angst and frustration. And I really think it's because, and frankly, and this is postulation, but I think it goes both ways because he really struggles with me dating. <laughs> like, and of course it's like, he's my dad and I'm his little girl, but there is like some intense struggle between the two of us there. Um, and I think it's because of the depth of our emotional relationship, which has served us in many ways, but is in many ways a result of trauma and is completely unnatural. Haley, have you ever heard of um, triangulation? No, say more. Maybe, but. <laughs> so, okay, well, there's two things that come up. I love you're talking about this because this is a really kind of unheard of thing and many children experience it, um, but I don't think that they understand that there's like titles for this. So one mm -hmm. is triangulation. Another one, this is going to sound way too crazy and I don't mean it to be this way, but one of them is actually called emotional incest. I almost said that, but didn't want to sound crazy, but like, that's what yeah. it is. It's what it yeah. is like, and I know yeah. it makes people uncomfortable, which is why I want to like exercise the utmost caution that like Absolutely. my dad and I have in many ways, a healthy relationship, Yes, but yes. there is just a profound, like emotional weight in our yes. relationship as a result of our circumstances. And it creates totally. a lot of underlying tension as we navigate through life as he like, I mean, I agree. It can attest. I have had many a knockdown drag out sob fest because I emotionally feel threatened when my dad is in a relationship. I can own that on this podcast. I'm fine with sure. that yeah. because I think it's important to know that that can happen if you know, the divorce that happened 18 years ago is left unattended to Absolutely. like that emotional kind of turmoil and in intertwining, um, just gets stronger and just makes things all the messier to navigate. Yeah. Well, um, we have two minutes left of part one. I'm just going to wrap up part one by, um, talking about triangulation real quick, reading this passage. And then I want Haley, you can talk as much as the time has, and then we'll go into part two, but triangulation, this is by Jay Stringer. He said, triangulation occurs when there is a breakdown in a marital relationship and a child learns to play a role that overcompensates for the lack of intimacy they see with their parents. The triangulating parent finds greater delight with a child than their spouse and chooses to offer their emotional life, its joys and its sorrows to their child instead of their partner. So triangulation is more if the parents um, stay together. Mm -hmm. um, I have someone really close to me that's actually done that. And it, it is interesting how it kind of does happen with opposite genders. Like I had a yeah. friend, he's a guy and he does this for his mom where his mom literally will save things that she wants to talk about for him when he comes to visit because she doesn't feel like she can talk about it with her spouse and she knows that her son will delight in those things just like she does so that's it for part one y'all we're gonna hop into part two we'll keep talking about this topic and then a few more with our friends grant and haley thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on part two